Please turn to Psalm 126. Psalm 126. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen, The Lord hath done great things for them. The Lord hath done great things for us, whereof we are glad. Turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. The theme of Psalm 126 is this. The Lord can bring about very dramatic, positive changes to the negative circumstances his children sometimes experience. Stated another way, the Lord can bring about great reversals of fortune in your life that will result in great joy. We cannot tell from the context who the author is or which captivity is under consideration whether Egypt or Babylon or maybe some other. We cannot tell whether the psalm is prophetic or historical from the author's perspective. While the psalm describes the joy of a group of people experiencing a dramatic deliverance from captivity, there's no need to limit ourselves to literal captivity and bondage. Let me read part of a prayer to you and think about what event is being described. The Lord killeth and maketh alive. He bringeth down to the grave and bringeth up. The Lord maketh poor and maketh rich. He bringeth low and lifteth up. He raiseth up the poor out of the dust and lifteth up the beggar from the dunghill to set him among princes and to make them inherit the throne of glory. This was Hannah's prayer. Hannah had been barren and prayed this way after the Lord had given her Samuel. Matters of life and death or poverty versus riches were not at stake. No one was literally on a dunghill and then became a prince, but to Hannah it sure felt that way. Her prayer helps us apply this psalm and others like it to ourselves by showing us that language used in a prayer of thanksgiving doesn't have to be strictly literal. Let's look at the psalm a little closer. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. The deliverances the Lord has brought and can bring in your life are sweet. They can be unbelievably good. In light of previous difficulty, his blessing can seem like a dream, something too good to be true. They can bring laughter and singing. How many times in here have we... Have we laughed or had cheerful times together when the Lord has blessed one of us with a significant deliverance? We know that God is sovereign and there is no limit to his ability to do anything at any time. But when he does it, isn't there still a pleasant element of surprise? In Acts chapter 12, when an angel brought Peter out of prison during the night, he thought he was dreaming. 
And the disciples at Mary's house didn't believe Rhoda when she said Peter was at the door. This was in spite of the fact that everyone inside the house was praying for that very thing to happen. Just like this psalm, Peter thought he was dreaming. Rhoda was so excited to see him, she forgot to open the door, and nobody inside believed Peter was there. And we still laugh about it today. Verse 2, Then said they among the heathen, The Lord hath done great things for them. Unbelievers notice God's blessing upon the righteous, and they may talk about it. Several examples here. Much to the chagrin of Balak, Balaam spoke of much present and future good for the descendants of Jacob. Rahab told the two spies in Jericho that all the inhabitants of Canaan were very afraid of Israel due to God's dramatic deliverance of them from Egypt 40 years earlier and the more recent defeats of Og and Sihon. When Eli was priest and judge of Israel, they decided to take the Ark of the Covenant into battle against the Philistines. When the Philistines heard the Ark was present, they were afraid and remembered this was the same God that had smote the Egyptians with plagues approximately 400 years earlier. In Psalm 60, verse 4, David said, Thou hast given a banner to them that fear thee, that it may be displayed because of the truth. Selah. This means God's favor was as obvious as a giant banner over David in the face of the Edomites. In Nehemiah 6, Nehemiah and his helpers finished the wall around Jerusalem in spite of opposition from false prophets and a prophetess. So the wall was finished in the 20 and 5th day of the month Elal in 50 and 2 days. And it came to pass that when all our enemies heard thereof, and all the heathen that were about us saw these things, that they were much cast down in their own eyes, for they perceived that this work was wrought of our God. This is a short, incomplete list of Bible instances in which unbelievers noticed God's blessing on the righteous. Out of this list, no one wanted to join the side that had God's favor, except Rahab. Moving along. Turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south... This verse is either a prayer for deliverance or a joyful statement of what the Lord has just done for these people. We don't know what the turning streams in the south were. They may have been rivers that were dry part of the year but would overflow at other times. From the context, it's plain that these were streams that underwent a dramatic change that was understood and known by the inhabitants of that area. The Lord can change your circumstances just as dramatically as he does these streams. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Notice the word shall in both verses and doubtless in verse 6. These two verses are promises. The conditions are not stated, but they should be apparent. Philistines, Ammonites, and Edomites that sowed with tears did not reap with joy. These promises are for God's children who are trusting and obeying him. If this describes you, then read and enjoy these promises. Planting of the seed is compared to a time of sorrow and trial. The bountiful harvest is compared to God's deliverance and the joy that follows. Notice that the seed of the trial is small 
in comparison to the harvest of the deliverance. Yes. How can this psalm help us today? If you are in difficult circumstances, and some in here are, then this psalm is meant to give you comfort and hope. If you have been delivered from problems in the past, and many in here have been, this psalm may provoke and remind you to give thanks again for that deliverance. If you don't know personally that the Lord delights in suddenly reversing negative circumstances in the lives of his children, then this psalm may be a joyful introduction to one aspect of the character of God. Romans 2.4 teaches us that the goodness of God should lead us to repentance. If we have experienced any deliverance like the one described in this psalm, while enjoying the good emotions and feelings that result from such a blessing, we may also consider whether the Lord might be leading us to repentance in some area of our lives. Thank you.